ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. Or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to Sideline Talk. I am the humble beast. Unashamed her. What is y'all? I don't see the place to be. What it is to be random waves. Oh, I just, I just noticed you. Well, cause it's, okay. I got it. You know what I mean? I got you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what? Al? We ain't gonna play no games. NBA free agency is here. Um. We gave our preview last week about who we where we thought players was going, and we were we were accurate, obviously on the top the the top two that signed so far Kyrie and Kevin Durant to the Brooklyn Nets. No surprise there. Um, Jimmy Butler to Miami. Didn't see that one coming. So we're going to discuss that as well. Also, just a whole bunch of moves in general. And then, of course, the big fish is still out there. Weighing his options. It's not going to rush to make a decision. So he'll make a decision sometime this week. I think Woj reported that middle of the week, this can go. We'll be, you know, probably the earliest he'll make his decision. So. If you want to be technical, the middle of the week is Wednesday. To be technical. Depending on how you look at the middle of the week. Yeah, because, I mean, the weekend, that's gone. That's ours. That's personal. The week is Monday. Huh? That's Wednesday. No. Thursday. Thursday. Damn, I'm trying to get to the floor for my mom. (laughs) 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 Well, let's go ahead, man. Brooklyn Nets. Y'all thoughts on the moves? I think on paper it makes them possibly the best team in the East next year. Not this season coming up, but, you know, once they get everybody back. The KD move, the DeAndre Jordan rim protector move, and Kyrie carrying this team with, you know, the already – Team or pieces that they had, especially then with um, Allen protecting the rim, like you pretty much make a better version of the playoff team that you already were on paper. Now we got to see what happens when KD come back for that weak ass Achilles and see how that play out. But on paper, it looks like a good move for them. Just as an NBA standard, I think it's a it's a good move. It's a uh, a fresher breath air for the whole league. Something different. Something get to see somebody, see where they can go. You start to see more powerhouses in the East starting to form together. You see what the Phillies trying to do with the moves they making. You see what uh, Milwaukee's trying to build around to see where they can go in the future. See if they can build in that success they had last year. I mean. Depending on how you want to measure success, but you know, to get to the Eastern Conference Finals and almost make it to the championship, that is successful. I mean, to my standards, since you ain't been there in so many years. Um, whatever, keep saying. Hey, you still, you still got to see what uh, Toronto's going to do. We don't know who's at right now. Right now, it looks good. The East looks real fun. For a person who doesn't watch basketball every day. Mm. Wow. 
I'm confused. All right. Last week, I was. I asked the question. Did Kevin Durant prove that he can lead a team to win the NBA Finals? I get it. He got two Finals MVPs. Mm-hmm. But he also, on that team, he had two of the greatest shooters. And, well, three. Well, I said he had a total of four additional Hall of Famers on that team. Mm-hmm. Five. You said five Hall of Famers on that team. This is what he came along with. And he won with that squad. Is that really proving you can lead the team to win? Especially when he already won. And we, we said, no, that's not the case. So when they made this move yesterday, looking at it, I'm like, that's a nice... It's nice. Mm-hmm. I ain't I ain't ready to say they're gonna win no titles Mm-mm. or make them the favor like the favors. Can't do it. Like I get it. They were a playoff team last year. I, I'm big fan of Karis LeVert. I like Jared Allen. I understand why they signed De- DeAndre Jordan. I'm like Jared Allen literally does everything DeAndre Do- Jordan does. And he's younger and cheaper. And he can score offensively without just a dunk. He's just a six-man man right there. So I'm like, uh, so it's never through me. Like, wait a minute. Like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, his leadership. And then, you know, once they take a break, you still got that type of threat in the paint. Come so, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Joe Harris can shoot. Dinwiddie is a bucket. Um, Torian, Torian Prince played defense, can shoot the three, a little something. It's nice, but Boston got a nice little squad. Still. Philly, Philly was confusing, to be honest. It's nice, but it's still confusing as hell. To get Horford. That was confusing. Yeah. Yes. Like, you got... Ben Simmons is a... He can't shoot yet, so... Or and then he don't want to shoot, to be honest. Yeah. So he's in the he's in the, in the in the middle. Joel Embiid wanted to be a three-point shooter, but he's really best in the, in the paint. Horford can't shoot, but he's really best in the paint. Tobias Harris is the only one that can make his own shot. Yes, from the perimeter. And Josh Richardson, all right, he could play. He's good, def- really great defender. Like he's he's basically what you had in Jimmy Butler, except he's not Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Josh, you said, I said Jason. No, you said Josh. I'm thinking Jason. Yeah, I'm like, no. <laughs> No, Josh Richardson was at Tennessee with Antonio Barton and them years back. Needed in Miami. Athletic. Really really solid defender. He can get a bucket, but he's not he's not Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. It's like you downgraded at the two position. You upgraded at the four, because who he had at the four at first? Um I can't even remember. Especially after the uh Ilya Silva move and all of that. But he had somebody at the four. You upgraded there, but it don't. It, defensively, all right, you solid. Offensively, it's like what the hell are we about to do? And you lose JJ Reddick. There's a whole bunch of pick and rolls. What you about to do? Right. Everybody <laughs> talks about this and that, but then Milwaukee pretty much got all their guys back except for Brogdon. Brogdon's in Indiana. Who gets Oladipo back at some point this season? And they also added Jeremy Lamb. They lost Thaddeus Young to the Bulls. But, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. I don't think Brooklyn is the outright favorite even two years from now. I mean, you would do that just because of how great Kevin Durant is and Kyrie. Yeah, but I wouldn't be 
surprised if like they lost in the conference finals to like Milwaukee or before that to like Philly. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised. I just think it's a great balance along the whole NBA right now. Like you can point to maybe nine teams and be like, yo, that roster is pretty tough. That's a good roster. Now he's a good roster. That's the type of roster where they could win. You can't point to nine. Nine might be a little generous. Nine is being generous. I think nine is a little generous. A little generous. You want me to give you nine? You probably could give us. You probably could give nine. My bad. My bad. So (laughs) Pete. That was about to be. Ah, Jesus. Lord have mercy. <laughs> All right, so let's see. We start from the top. Of course, Toronto is still solid. Even if they lose Kawhi, they got a solid core, and they could Siakam. At least this season, Siakam could be the guy, and then they still have cap space, or whatever, to move on from there, right? And they got the they the champs, right? So they solid. Philly is solid. Boston is solid. Milwaukee is solid. Indiana is a solid team, especially with Depot back. You got with Depot, Lamb, Brogdon, Miles Turner, Sabonis. Pretty good, mm-hmm. right? That's five. That's right. Golden State. Solid. The Lakers. With or without Kawhi. That is solid. That's seven. Portland. With that backcourt, Nurk is coming back. Whiteside. Whiteside. Kent Bazemore. Um, Rodney Hood. Who else they get? They got somebody, somebody else. Oh, and Nassir Little. That's eight. There's eight teams already, right? Dallas Mother Mavericks. Where's, where's Tay Warren at? I'm when you coaching with Cape, yes, with with Porzingis and and Doncic, solid. I'm reaching. Well, you didn't watch Dallas. That's what it is. You just didn't watch Dallas. You just didn't. all right. They got Dallas got with them too. Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, what's the big man? The White Pout. All right. That's fine. That's nine. That's fine. That's fine. Take them out. All right. You can take them away. I'm back down to eight. Denver. They was the number one seed last year, and they added Bo Bo and Michael Porter Jr. Utah. Mike Conley, Bo Bonjanovich, Joe Ingles, uh, Rudy Gobert, Spider Mitchell. Not to mention Derek Favors could still go there. I'm at ten. Team so far, and I did not mention Oklahoma City Thunder or the Houston Rockets. Or well, renaming good teams or teams that have a chance to win? Because you mentioned you said solid teams. teams. Solid okay. teams. That's fine. And none, like no. All right, then I and, and you can you can rate any of these teams from one to eight that goes, in their conference. They could be any of these teams could be the one seed or the eight seed. That goes to the or, or top four seed. Any teams, any of these teams can be the top four seed. I asked the question. It was just going to a narrative that evenly it's across the board. the board. Yeah, basketball is back. You, it's no clear cut favorite unless he stopped playing around and signed with the Lakers, and then you like, well, well, the most hated team is favorite to win it all for at least this this season. Someone goes far to say not one, not two, not three, but. At least this season. I would think. <laughs> you ain't want to jinx it. Exactly. <laughs> but at least this season, they would be the clear-cut favorites. Until he signs somewhere. I wouldn't say somewhere. If he signs anywhere but the Lakers, then it's just... It's still... It's open. Open. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. 
Everybody's making um lately they they're making with teams making moves. I noticed that the jokes the joke of social media so far that's been Knicks fans <laughs> and surprisingly Laker fans. Why people why people act like Lakers ain't got anything to do? Y'all joking the Lakers cause cause we ain't signed nobody yet? Like no, we got LeBron and Anthony Davis. People don't like the Lakers. I, 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 I know it. People don't like the Lakers. That's ha ha ha. Who y'all get yesterday? You know Kawhi ain't signed, right? Kawhi ain't signed. If we do got Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Like, like, we got Anthony Davis. Like, we already a conference finals team. Just put it that way. We put whoever with us. We already conference finals. Like, don't get it twisted with them two alone. That shouldn't even been in the conversation, but the Knicks fan, yeah, they they the fuck with everybody's joke and everybody in life. I don't shout out to the homies. What KP, TP, KP, whatever. Yo, he bringing a lot of energy. He's a new member. Good job, man. Proud of you. <laughs> he bring a lot of energy. It's fun. He a cupcake apologist, and he a Knicks fan that want to clown late. And tell Laker fans, like, yo, you need to sign this with the Like, nigga, your team ain't been relevant since the 90s, bro. Chill. How you gonna tell me what we need to sign to win? And truthfully, is being relevant mean still losing? Because you ain't win shit, so. <laughs> Man, that's the only time that they had a chance to win in 94. Damn. <laughs> I said chance. That's the only time they had a chance. It was dead. They got a game. Once some robbed. <laughs> Once they robbed uh, Scotty Pittman and them. Shit. Change. Mm. But what tripped me out, right? I get it. The Knicks missed out on the big name guys. And a lot of, like, the ESPNs and many ESPNs been heavy on it. Saying, like, the only reason they, they, they are uh, speculating, the only reason they met, the Knicks missed out is because of the injury to Durant. Cause they, in their mind, they believe if Durant never got injured, he would have persuaded Kyrie Irving to go with the Knicks. But since he got injured, he didn't have any leverage. Not only that, and then, then um, the Knicks didn't offer him a max deal. That's your problem right there. That's your main problem right there. Does it hurt more that the Knicks didn't offer him a max deal or the fact that Brooklyn didn't offer KD a max deal and still got him anyway? No, 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 no. I don't think it, I think it's... Well, they offered him a max deal, but they both said they'll take less money to bring in the other guy. Right. So they still paid him a max deal anyway. Right. So you didn't offer him to persuade him to, eh, I might be able to go to the Knicks. But that's, that's, that's to show you the Knicks organization, they wasn't willing to do none of that. Talking about they want to see the medical, let's see his uh, yeah, his, his, his 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 doctor's report after, you know, before we offer him a, a max deal on this and that. <laughs> like, like I'm not Kevin. Like you doing this? Excellent. It's like I'm not Kevin Durant. You know how that conversation like, went. Oh, no. you, oh, you want to know? Oh, no problem. My, my doctor gonna send it to you in a few minutes. I'm gonna call you right back. Click. Hey, Brooklyn, what's up? All right. <laughs> like his doctor, his I, I heard that his doctor works for, for the Nets. It's easy again. You it's easy to the day. Y'all weren't the favorites to get Kevin Durant anyway, and then you want to add this. You gotta get stuff to the day. Mm. And I'm a I'm a huge fan of playing keyboard. There's no way in the hell Kevin Durant comes to my city. To my conference, and I don't offer him anything. Like, that just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You gotta play keep away just to make Brooklyn know what we ain't gonna be able to get all three because we just offered Kevin Durant. Right. And you, you gotta realize, like, he's a special talent. Like, you knowing he ain't gonna play this year, mm-hmm. and he's 30. Mm-hmm. And by the time he get on the court, he'd be 32. And you still say, look, yeah, he's worth the max. The 
that's a cold. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, that, that you know, that boy is mean. Problem. And New York just didn't see it that way. I don't understand why. As you I don't see, get it. As you can see, when he came back for Game Five <laughs> on pretty much damn near a broken Achilles, that's about to rupture anyway. Yeah. And he's dropped eleven like this shit was nothing. And if you take away those eleven points, <laughs> take, right, take the eleven points away, they lose. <laughs> the game was literally that close. Like they, right? Take the eleven away. <laughs> like man, good God, I'm man. If he averaged, he was healthy. He averaged twenty a game. Kids, play two minutes a game. You got it. It's crazy. So, like, they deserve to be the joke. They deserve it. But, you know, Knicks fans, especially the diehard ones, is going to be like, but we got Brandon, we got this, we got that. Like, all right. That's cool. That's great. You got good talent. You got really good. You got really good talent, but you want to get joked because all the talk was. You got a whole plate of. <laughs> Matter of fact, the main dish you wasn't trying to offer him with Max, and he wanted out. Like you really let Porzingis go mm-hmm. for Julius Randle and Taj Gibson and Yo, Bobby stop. Porter's stop, stop, and Wayne Ellington and Reggie Bullock. I mean, they got talent. I watch basketball, so they got they got talent. Them five, along with the talented players on their roster and the coach, yeah, y'all gonna win. What they won seventeen games this year. They win at least. He said twenty-seven. I'm saying they win at least thirty games. That ain't no damn difference. A thirteen-point increase. Thirteen. He games? said twenty-seven. You said thirty. I'm talking about job game. Thirty. He said ten games. I think I'm thirteen. 13 looked a lot better than 10, especially when we're like, all right, we're going the right direction. We got some money. We triggered up. We went 13 game. 13 game increase ain't nothing to sneeze at. They say when that, <laughs> that max spot for Zion forfeited, that's what the hell is going with that max spot. Nah, nah, nah. Don't sleep. Don't want Zion. Don't sleep. Don't want Zion. RJ a problem. Heck, I didn't name Atlanta. I didn't name Orlando. And Orlando made the playoffs this year. I think Orlando and Atlanta are solid teams that got some problems as well. Orlando brought all their their phrases back. Right. Busevich back on a big deal. T. Ross came back on a big deal. Boy, uh, Michael Carter Williams back. Interesting. Um, no, they, they beat the uh, Toronto. They beat the champs. Yeah, game one. DJ Augustine hit the uh, the game winner. Nah. That's how I. That's how I was. Tons. Tons of solid teams. Who want to get better? Who want to actually win? Like. For the, the East is still open. I think I think the East and the West is wide open. We'll see who comes out right now. Mm-hmm. Like I give you I give 12, 13 solid teams. As far as like who will come out of each conference, it's at least four in each. At least. To come out of the out of the conference? At least four. We just seen Philly. We just seen Philly beat. Um, we just seen Milwaukee beat. Yeah, Milwaukee, no, Philly beat Milwaukee, right? No. Oh, Toronto beat Milwaukee. Right, but Philly wanted. Philly really wanted Milwaukee, so they could prove they can beat them. That's two. Boston has a chance. There ain't no way. Difficult for me to say that. 
let's talk about Kawhi, right? We see that it's down to three teams. It's always been about three teams, according Lakers, to Lakers. according to the media. But in my mind, it's always about two teams. But be respectful. It's down to three teams. All right. Toronto and LA. Yeah. Clippers and the Lakers. Okay. Just be respectful. Be respectful. <laughs> <laughs> the Clippers made only move the Clippers made this offseason is to bring Patrick Beverly back. Three years, forty million, right? Only move the Lakers made in crazy so far is sign Troy Daniels. Point guard that can flat out shoot the three. Two million dollar deal that doesn't affect the cap. Toronto hasn't made anything. Nothing. They ain't got no moves. Toronto ain't had no draft picks. Then Ross says, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. They brought back Marcus He signed this tender. Right? Mm-hmm. But Danny Green is just waiting to see what Kawhi do. Kawhi is waiting. So, which of the three teams has the most to lose by waiting? Clippers. I think if you don't get better, you're getting worse, and they haven't got better. Toronto doesn't have – they got the soul back, but in that conference, like, Kawhi is pretty much a foregone conclusion, I think, from Toronto. I, I call it a hunch. I think he's a foregone conclusion. Like you said, I think it's between the two teams in L.A., and only one of them could pick. There's only one of them that can pitch that. And there's only one. Well, both of them can pitch that you're going to be the number one, but only one of them can pitch that you're going to be playing with people that can take over so that you can do your load management and be off when it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm having a hard time figuring that out. I, I, would, I would... The easy question, the easy answer would be to say... LA Clippers, but I would say it's the Raptors. Because you're losing your pretty much your main superstar. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I mean what you said about uh was Akamia, what do you call him that? Siakam. Siakam, which I believe is gonna be true, he can be the main star, but I still don't believe I'm not a firm believer of Lowry. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Damn, what he gotta do? It was the best play in game six. Game six. <laughs> <laughs> How many years he been in the league? But his whole playoffs, he was balling. I'm not. I, I, he I was gave balling. Him, I gave him that props. He balled this year. I said, he balled. How many leagues? How many years he been in the league? Hey man, look. It only takes one time to get right. We didn't see dubs and ones and threes, nigga. Playoff runs. What the fuck are you doing? Hey. No. He he got it. Hey. But still, he's not enough to like put your hopes in. Yeah. And, I, and as you see where the, the rest of the East is going and trying to build and trying to maintain, you can get stagnant and feeling that love for that championship, but are you maintaining that or are you, are you getting better than what you have? Mm-hmm. And then you in this game to win championships. You're not in this game just to be, hey, look what we just got. Nah, nigga, somebody else trying to take that and get something mm-hmm. better. And you got to keep building into those titles. Right. Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna say to the basketball, it's not a basketball thing. I mean, they chill on their Raptors or whatever, but it's not like they really love basketball. Come on, I'm gonna go ahead and get back but to this. This is a turning point and for bring this city. back to bring the championship back to America, bring Kawhi back to America. I mean, but look at look at look at Canada as a whole. They still they trying to get uh, Montreal back. Expos. Oh, that man, you classic. <laughs> <laughs> But the Astros going to play, or they might have like a couple games a year. Yeah, yeah, they trying to do a two team, two city type shit. What? Mm -hmm. I understand Anaheim and LA. Understand those two. It's close. It's maybe an hour drive distance. Right. But from Florida to Canada, nigga, it's not even an hour flight. It's like three hours on a flight. If that. (laughs) I don't know. 
going with Toronto as well. At least with the Clippers, you know the roster can get you back to the can compete in the in the West. At least you know that with Beverly and Gallinari and Lou Will, Montrez Harrell and them, you can compete to like be a tough out. But you go from a tough out this season and by not getting better to you're going to be a tough team fighting to get to the AFC because another team I didn't mention that's solid in rising, Sacramento. Should be a playoff team next year. They had a Trevor reason. They 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 kept all their guys. Signed signed uh Yeah, kept Harrison Barnes, everybody. They had a Trevor reason. Then they getting a year better. <laughs> that's that's tough. And they and they barely missed the playoffs last year. So they get better. But Toronto is like it's a it's a crossroads because Siakam goes from being like the, in many cases, the third option who thrive mm-hmm. to if Kawhi leaves, all right, he going to have to be the guy. Mm-hmm. And then it goes with, like, who, who is it Kyle Lowry? Do OG get healthy and he takes a bigger scoring role at Nobi? Like, it's a big, I don't know. It's like the all international team then. Mm-hmm. How many minutes can Marcus all have? Yeah, can right? Can can you, you might have to play more minutes? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody might have to shoulder a little more, and it's like it's tough. They can they could be the first team to go from a title to out of the playoffs. And I I give you know what I mean like I give the Raptors team this. They played way better as a team to me looking at it in the finals than they did in the playoffs. Cause there was times where it was like, nigga, y'all just gonna let Kawhi do every damn thing? Y'all gonna yeah. sit there and stand there and nigga, help that nigga? Like, yeah. And y'all got by by doing that, and then y'all just locked in as a team, right. as a whole, and then like, we gonna win this. It's funny that you mention it, because that was the first time I've seen that from that Toronto team. Because mm. when they had DeRozan, the bench always gave him that lift. Mm-hmm. That was the strongest part of their team was, yo, yeah, they got the Rose and the Lowry. They good. But that bench is going to put their – they're going to do their part and put their numbers up. But I guess they got caught up in the awe of seeing this man like, yo, he is really out here killing these boys and just forgot how to perform. Mm-hmm. Now it's all right. Ain't no superstar. Fred, Fred Fleet was on the bench last year, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's like – Start that small backcourt if you want to without a superstar. When Lowry got into that foul trouble, who came out the bench still gave him 15, 17? That's Freddie. Oh, when he was Freddie Bucket. When he was dry here and there, wasn't making shit, who was still getting that 15, 17? <laughs> with, with Hurt, I felt like always with the Warriors going into that season with the energy they had, especially didn't have a deep bench, but you didn't have a hustle or the extra length to get the extra rebounds. You was getting killed. By offensive rebounds for extra points. Good front court was extremely limited. Your front court was extremely limited in the finals. Looney hurt. Iguodala hurt. KD out. Cousins can't move. Your front court, or oh, Andrew ba- uh, Bogut, not even mention that. He came on at like eight, but he still couldn't <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So your front court was limited, and you playing against what people would consider the best front court in basketball with Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Paul, Pascal Siakam. And not um, just that, three of the four are athletic enough to guard, to defend the guards. Yeah. So you 
You handicapped yourself, basically. It was a perfect matchup to be hurt, to put, to put a, a hurt and injured team against. Yeah. It's a perfect matchup. But what tripped me out about this whole process with Kawhi and why I say it was never the Clippers in it. The media won't put the Clippers in it just because it's L.A. But come on, man. All right, I'll say this. The Clippers was in it up until yesterday. Last night. Yep. As last night confirmed, what happened last night confirmed to me that it went from a three-team race to a two-team race. Which, with the team that's in it against the Raptors was his destination all along when he wanted to leave San Antonio. Send me to the Lakers. Nah. I'm going to see what I can do. Pop. I got you. I'm going to see the best I can do. Send that nigga out the country. Shit <laughs> 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 so damn like, Is he crazy? You know what I mean? But this this was confirmed to me. Kevin Durant signed with Brooklyn. Kyrie signed with Brooklyn. Jimmy Butler said, I want to go to South Beach. Clay Thompson said, I'm not leaving Golden State. That's four. Oh, Kimba. We were talking about it. Kimba said, it's Boston for me. That's the best place to be up in Connecticut. Yeah, well, Massachusetts. Mm. That's the best place for me to be, right? That's five superstars. That could have potentially teamed up with Kawhi with the B squad in LA to go along with Gallinari and Beverly and Lou Will and make a monster squad, right? All of them are gone. Kawhi, when he had when he was the man in San Antonio, right? He was a lead guy. He had a Marcus Aldridge. Pau Gasol, Old Manu, Old Tony. What happened? And I'm not talking about him getting hurt against the Warriors. OKC got them niggas out in what, the first round, right? Was it the second round? Which that's going too far. Right, that's, that's how long ago it was, right? It's going too far back. But with, on that squad, he had a viable second option and third option in LaMarcus Aldridge and Gasol. And even the fourth and fifth option with Tony and Manu. Who was the second and third and fourth and fifth option with the Clippers? Crickets. Who is the second and third option with the Lakers? Anthony Davis, LeBron James. The fourth option, Kyle Kuzma. He, he, who, his shoe, his shoe. He has his own signature. He's been in the league down there, coming up on like 10 years now, right? Close to 10 years he's been in the league. He has a signature shoe by who? New freaking balance. Who is buying new balance tennis? No, we no. Were, they're, buying, call, they're, not they're buying running shoes. What do they call them? That? What do they call them? That? 992. That's what they call. That's what they call. 992. That's what they call. They call them whatever but, the number is. But like from a just from a global standpoint, Dwayne Wade is with Lee, Lee, what's it? Him and uh, what's the boy? Clay Thompson with Leeing, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. They play on the Heat. And go to state. Wade makes a ton of money off his sneakers. He like on his fourth one, and we don't see them damn shoes. Mm-hmm. They don't market here. Kawhi would be on the biggest team in the basketball world. Everywhere you go on this earth, if they know basketball, they know the Lakers. What better place to go to brand outside of basketball? 
Ain't no bad. It's a no brainer. And you're from there. And you grew up rooting for them. And your childhood idol, you, you who you work with, is the Laker. It's a no brainer. Like, I'm gonna be respectful and give Toronto there. Let me get my get me a steak dinner. Yeah, y'all pitch. Let you know, nah. Me and the wife, we can't go through customs. Every <laughs> time we try to come back home. Nigga, fuck that. He going, he going back home, but he should never, ever have to deal with customs. That's because you made $200 million. It's still Canada, nigga. Run through customs. Get your, get your Canadian bank account. You do this. You do that. Nah, we ain't for it. We going back home. It is what it is. Like, don't need... Take another day. You you hear the pitch from the Clippers today? Cool. You already know he was got hit too much from the Lakers because you you got LeBron and uh, AD number on your phone. Your people's no magic. You got you, you know what they talking about. Tomorrow, go that ahead. Weird to me though. How's that weird? Like out the blue, like I'm not meeting with anybody but Magic and Genie. That's it. Like, no Rob, no Braun, no AD. I just want a meeting with Magic and Genie. Wow. And Magic can't technically be in formal talk. So that right. just means a state dinner and a night in LA. <laughs> right. I think, like I said, with the whole LeBron and Anthony Davis thing, that's already a relationship there. Like, if I know John is on the squad, I ain't got to meet with John. I got to meet with y'all, too. Mm-hmm. I already know what's up. Let me talk to the people I don't know. Or let me holler at Magic, who I do respect. It's like, yo, who will give me the 100 about Jeannie and about Rob. Mm -hmm. And let me talk to Jeannie just in case and see if she say something crazy. (laughs) It's 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 literally a no-brainer. Like, he going to be lady. Like, get, get get all the hate ready of how Kawhi isn't that good. How oh, Anthony sorry. Davis isn't that good. Like, get all of that ready. Because it's going to happen. Everybody's going to go this, from Kawhi's this guy to like, you know what, he can't really do this. He can't really. It's going to go, LeBron's getting old. AD, he injury prone. He ain't played all his life. And Kawhi, he just, he just okay. Right. Like, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Anthony Davis play 75 games? Not this season. This season was weird. Three times down. Yeah, but I think mm-hmm. last year he played seventy-five games. Maybe the last two years he played like mm-hmm. like seventy-something games. Mm-hmm. So that that injury-prone narrative, like okay. They said they shut him down this year, and limited his minutes, especially after the trade um, deadline. That, how do you how you don't play the you only play twenty-five minutes? And y'all lose, right? They sit you down. You look at your stat sheet. Yeah, that nigga in 25 minutes had a 27, <laughs> 13, and 4. God. <laughs> like, yo. No, it's, it's, it, it's a cheat code. Like, he is that damn good. 67, 68. Games. 67, 68, and he played what? Last two years? Yeah. What year he played 75? And, and with and with that, that's not even. We don't know if that's injury or if that's all right. Let's just let rest them. Mm-hmm. We ain't in the playoffs anyway. Yeah, yeah. We got them three. Both all three of them should be getting six or three games. Yo, it will trip me out how people say the Lakers don't need to get Kawhi. They would be stupid to get Kawhi because then you gonna surround them three with all these minimum guys. So this 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 this. this, this, this. I get it. You hate the Lakers. I get it. I get it. I really get it. Y'all hate the Lakers. But when you when we hear talks like, all right, Kawhi going to sign, and then that means Danny Green going to sign with the Lakers. Uh, Andrew uh, Andre Iguodala, Iguodala, Iguodala is going to take a buyout and sign with the Lakers. Rondo's gonna come back 
and play with the Lakers. That's what I'm hearing. That's eight. That's three championship pieces who can play basketball. No, no, I named three. I'm talking about three additional. Oh, three additional. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, you... Like, come on, man. Really? And those three guys, any team would love to have. Especially Iguodala and uh, Danny Green. They would love to have them. And who's to say... Because Marcus Morris, none of the Morris twins signed with anybody yet. Who's saying Marcus Morris? I'm like, you know what? Hey, Rich, set that up. You feel me? Like, come on. Like, like people, people got to stop, yo. The point is, as long as you got them two guys that's in their 20s, they're on the good side, like, they right in the prime of their careers. Them two guys. I don't give a damn three years from now. The Lakers still is one of the top teams with them two guys. Like, come on. Don't, don't be dumb. Let's just go with LeBron and AD. LeBron going to retire in two years. Just AD by himself. Hell no. It's going to be A.D. Kuzma and Kyle and Kawhi. Like, it's, that's... Come on. It's tough. That's going to be a tough squad. You're going to be... You're going to see no... You're going to see Blizzard Report and you're going to be happy. Al, you want to speak on Kevin Durant and his departure from your team? From your second favorite team? You ain't going to speak on it? Who in the finals? You Brooklyn niggas in the finals. We're not gonna get we got to win. Brooklyn ain't gonna throw down. Yeah, it don't matter. Right. He's saying that. You know how hard he would gloat if Kevin Durant never goes back to the finals? Shit. Not See that? Even the East that nigga's right. That nigga's paying me. He can't there in the East. Oh, he a true cupcake. He gonna go. Yeah, he's a Hall of Fame ball. You see this? He went to the Western Conference Finals and and the NBA Finals before the Warriors. Right. Yeah, I see him going there after the Warriors. And, and, and LeBron made him cry five games. That shit was it. So what happened? To, what, what happened to Russell? What happened to James Harden? What happened to the rest of that motherfucking squad? I don't care. Niggas just talking about five games. Okay. All right. Niggas are trying to five games. That's all. See what I mean? James James Harden was Ginobili and um, who the fuck else did the man um, Barnes yeah. at the NBA Finals. That's what James Harden and Ginobili all them was similar. When you needed them niggas to score at least twelve, and they couldn't give you ass six. Mm. But why are we why are we talking about cupcakes? I don't understand the report from Bleacher Report saying that he felt like a distant. Second fiddle in Golden State. That's reports. That's not from him. Right. Or people close to him say he felt disrespected by Golden State. Like, I don't get now, that narrative. I read the article. I feel like that quote may be genuine. That he got rep- reports from somebody close to him saying that he felt disrespected by Golden State. However, I believe it's an old quote. Because mm. once you read the full article, the two reasons that they, two incidents that they state are in the past. Mm-hmm. It's nothing current. They point to the Draymond Green thing where Draymond told him, you were, mm-hmm. you were, and you know that you were, and basically, there and I'm like, yo, we won without you. We don't need you. Leave, leave. We gonna win without you. So, so that, so that's one. And then the second one, everybody in the world heard this shot. Only few of us paid attention to it. When they won the ring in 2018, and Bob Myers, I think it's was it the parade? It might be the parade or whatever. And they uh. I forgot who asked him the question. He was like, last year, you told um, Steph to come in and write whatever ch- check he wants. And it's his. Um, can we get a repeat of that? 
referencing Kevin Durant because he, once again, he's the finals MVP. Oh, that was different. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, you know, Steph proved if he was here day one from the before we were about who we who we are. And KD let off let up like a weird laugh, <laughs> a little awkward moment. Those are the only two incidences that they point to, right. and they say, "Well, he didn't feel." It. And, and then it, it's, it's stuff that we all knew, and he knew going into go to state that he didn't feel totally welcomed by the fans. He seemed like he's always the second fiddle to carry. The, it was always Carrie's team. A dub. You said that though. But that's what's going to happen. He said this though in his interview. I'm not a leader. Remember this conversation we've had? No, I'm not a leader. I'm not a leader. This is Steph Curry's team. He's the face of the team. This is what's helping me. And I'm like, yo, how are you gonna say you're not a leader? Nigga, you are the leader. You're the finals MVP. You are the leader of this team. No matter how you feel about it, you are. And that's why <laughs> I say it's, I feel like it's an old quote. It's no nothing, no current or even remotely recent current events. Only one is kind of current is the one in November between him and Draymond mm-hmm. on the court. Well, when they won it last time, they said if you could have been behind scenes to see what happened. Who said that? David West. Mm-hmm. David West. Yeah. So. I mean, every championship team has that. Niggas ain't know Michael Jordan was out there popping the whole white niggas. <laughs> but see, that's 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 normal. You don't want to give a fuck about that. They want to know what's up with the Spurs. Them quiet ass weird niggas. See what's going on in their locker room and shit. <laughs> Like, y'all niggas was holding and listening to jazz and shit. What the fuck was y'all doing in y'all locker room, Frank? <laughs> but wasn't nobody more weird in the locker room than Phil, though? Phil was just a weird Zen master, mind trick, Jedi mind thing. Nah, I got pop roasting niggas and shit. He's a little bitch ass motherfucker over here with them weak ass new battles. I still think all of them, <laughs> all of them was babies on a weird scale. Compared to the goat of weird. Oh, uh, Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but see, that, see that's going, they're going to show that next year. Uh, For Robin? Yeah. That little documentary. Oh, I got to ask you before we go. Before we go. Real quick. Before we go. I got to get uh, my ties. So, real quick. <laughs> so, remember, you know how we always have the um, who will win between, like, like, could, could Kevin Durant, could, could Scotty Pippen stop Kevin Durant? Cause, Is that the question? Yeah, could Scotty stop Durant? Could Scotty. Scotty is one of my favorite players of all time. Could Jordan stop Durant? Jordan's one of my favorite players of all time. Ain't nobody stopping Durant. All right. Could, could, could Jordan, could. I'm not even going with Kevin Durant. Could um, could could Scotty stop Kyrie from getting the bucket? Yeah. See how we say yeah, right? Gilbert Arenas on his Instagram post had a nice long drawn out explanation as to why. Hell no! If you believe. These guys in the 90s could stop guards today and forwards today, you out your damn mind. And he has evidence to back it up. His first point was on that hand checking and stuff back in those days, those was for for the for, for people who, you know, driving downhill. Like Scotty had to defend like the um, like James Worthy's, the uh, um, Dominique Wilkins, guys is coming downhill at the basket, right? right? That's who Mike and them was defending. That's that's who they was defending in the in the, uh, in the nineties. Like your four guys, like Charles Smith, Otis Thorpe, back to the basket. They might face up this and that. Cool, they can defend that. But Grant Hill came along. It had a little shake to him. And like, oh my gosh, we can't do nothing with him. <laughs> then the little kid out of Georgetown was frying everybody in front of him. Now, you take that and realize 
You got pop. You see Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis had handles like a guard. Mm-hmm. Who the hell is guarding that? When you got guys that big, that shifty can get to the rim when they want. That was his like part of his whole thought process. All right, Scottie Pippen, like they took hand checking away and he couldn't stop saying in front of nobody. Scottie Pippen to this day has said the two, the two toughest players for him to guard was the guy in practice and number eight for the Lakers. And when he got to number eight with the Lakers, that hand checking stuff, you couldn't do it. And he was frying Scotty up. Still, that question though. Yeah. Hand check went away in 2003. Okay. So Kevin Pippen been in the league for 19 years. Wingspan. That that wingspan is good. That wingspan with his defense, with his foot speed, with his footwork. That's I've good. I've seen Kobe lock. That's Kyrie good. Kyrie Irving up in the pool. You see what I'm saying? Like I, I he's get, not going anywhere. I get what you're saying. You do saying. all the shifty stuff and come right back to the middle. Uh-huh. By the time Scottie Pippen reaches on down there to take the ball, he's not, he's knocking the ball away. His arms are too long for that. That's not okay. Until you have a nigga now, like Will Bynum do that shit. If you watch what he said about this, like, oh, it's a little baby cross. But if you see the defense in Jordan, he, he recovered. Yeah, he recovered. Yeah. So they have a lot of speed as well as. Right. Alperson, to me, is probably the fastest person I've seen coast to coast that, that ball in the mm-hmm. <laughs> He's probably yeah. the best. You got Westbrook, yeah. you got Wall, you got yeah. a lot of people. Hey, I, was I think AI coast to coast that ball in his hands. He went on TJ. But what you're saying is correct. I can see what you're saying, but on the flip side, he he couldn't stop a guy who was his size with an eighth of the handles that Kyrie has in Grand Hill. He could not stay for the Grand Hill to save his life. You see what I mean? Like, it... It could happen. I could see that. Grand Hill still got that same fucking wingspan. He's huge and he's quick. And yeah, but Kyrie. He's a lot bigger. Yeah. It, Ky- a lot harder Kyrie isn't is considered the best under the rim guy that's like around the basket for nothing. He's a finisher. He's a hell of a finisher, a hell of a cross. But 6'2, you got to get there. You got to get around 6'8, that wingspan. I seen them around Giannis. I'm <laughs> just being honest. Giannis ain't the fastest player. I get all that. I get I get all of that. But you over seven feet and your wingspan put you like a damn like eight. I see. All right. I'm just saying. I see him. Bye bye, Giannis. See ya. I seen it. I'm like, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah. I think. I just think the point of his post. His point was with the athleticism of guys these days, it's, it would be it wouldn't be as cut and dry and easy as most people think. Mm-hmm. That's because it's Pippen and Mike, and they were so physical in the nineties that they'd be able to shut anybody down. All right. Like when you ask me about did he stop Kevin 
piece out and we did it. These things are beautiful. These are creative. Like these were people we were creating back in Madden or um, NBA Live '97. Nigga seen Dirk. Seven foot handle making shoots. Like, and Dirk wasn't even. Look, nigga seen Dirk. They was like, okay, what if he just put that out there? Make that nigga a yeah, if he's, if he's black, he definitely could jump. <laughs> oh, he definitely have handles. I'm like, what is his weaknesses? He black, so he got it. Yeah, he gonna have that. But what if he was bald? Yeah, like, there, there we, we go. go. Yeah. There we go. Ninety <laughs> nine, I can make it. <laughs> yeah, Crazy. So these players are like that. Why, why would, why people have such a hard time saying they're better than players of the past? Why is that? It's a game. It's still basketball. I I watch the game. Like if you have someone that can shoot, like Larry Bird, shot maybe two threes a game. Yeah, that's about to say. I watch. If you give somebody the range or not the range, the the freedom that. Yeah, I watched it. I watched Orlando versus the Lakers in '97. I watched it, and there was a total of twelve three pointers shot in the first half. And I watched, I watched, and I watched the game between the Raptors and the uh, Warriors, like later on that night or that week. It was like 13 threes in the first quarter. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but, but outside of just the spread in the floor, outside of that, it, it's still it's still the same. It's still basketball. That's the only thing that's different. It's more, especially in transition, it's more like they still fill the wings and get the ball in the middle and they fill the wings. Except now, instead of coming down to the free throw line to make a decision, and have somebody run to the one go to, dive to the base, one go down to the corner. It's all right. Two might stay in the corner for the three, or he might just pull up at, at three point line. That's the only. That's the only difference is the well, three point line is prevalent. Only team that was really, really doing that was Orlando back in the day. Dennis Scott would easily come down it, with the three at the top. At, at times, yeah, and that wasn't even consistent. Right. Because nine times out of ten, they still got Penny and Shaq. Really yeah, but yeah, nine times out of ten, as they running out court, Shaq is rim running, and he's coming out of three and slow up and lob it, and he right. catches that little badness. I, to answer your question of why you feel like fans or media or a certain person can't let go of certain genres or eras, I think the fan appreciate a certain decade or certain like. Uh, Pass a little bit more. They treat it like a treasure, because as you as you go on the game, what, I mean, like you said, basketball is still the same, but the game has changed. Same thing with football. The game has changed. It's less physical. It's more. Yeah, that's more timid. drastic than, than basketball. Right, me. right. But to I think both of them were really drastic though. Because it's not as drastic. No, both of them are drastic. I mean, because the only sports that you probably really don't think of that hasn't changed is maybe hockey. You can't really beat somebody to the pulp no more, but you still getting fucked up. Right. Baseball, time issue, a lot of things change statistic-wise with baseball, but the, the game hasn't changed dramatically as as basketball and fo- and football because you can't knock somebody the fuck out and play the next game like, like you used to. Right. You can't be the Detroit Pistons and think you're coming in the paint and be getting your ass cleaned out or like the, bas- the past highlight. People just feel like certain parts of the past – should be still part of this game to this day. That's why they can't let certain things go, oh, nah, man, and they playing back in the day, fuck them little niggas up, shit like that. Or Shaq was playing, none of them niggas we be fucking with. It's just certain things that you hold on as a treasure that they just won't let go mm-hmm. of certain, the highlight of pieces that was in the 90s, 80s, right. early 2000s and shit. To me, I believe it depends on when you, A, start watching the game, and B, how you learn the game. I learned from watching Magic Johnson. 
I learned from watching the Lakers run up and down the court. Right. Back then, they were one of the only teams that was running up and down. They're definitely the only team that was winning running up and down the court. Now you got seven, eight, maybe ten teams that run up and down the court that much. So it's a completely different game. It's, it's not a slowdown game like how Boston yeah. had that slowdown game. Yeah. Chicago had a slowdown game. That's why I didn't really like right. what they did. I like Orlando because it was like another Lakers coming up in the 90s mm-hmm. because it was running. And, and even then, like, the team, other than the Lakers, Denver was another team that consistently thought the run up and down. Early Denver, like, before Mutombo. And then, like, they try to slow it down. But, even, like, if the Lakers couldn't get you in transition, it's the same formula that it's been since just, it's the Lakers' way. You're going to get out and run. After May Bassett, you're running. All right, if it ain't there, you slow down, throw it inside to the big man. That's it. I said that's stupid. Oh, uh, with his rank? Yo, he said the Brooklyn Nets have accomplished in three years what the New York Knicks have been waiting to pull off in the last half century. <laughs> 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 oh man! Uh, but what can what is what is a fact? When we leave, well, when we come back next week, Kawhi is going to be on the team. I'm saying it's the Lakers. He could be a Laker. What you saying, John? It ain't weird. He spoke it two years ago, and it happened. Anthony Davis spoke it, and it happened. All we wanted to play Minnesota some shit. Like, just completely random. I'm almost on your side to the point where you you don't decline your option just to come back pretty much for 31 million. Yeah, this don't make sense. It's a Laker. What you think? I'm going to say Minnesota just because I can't say Lakers. I can't say it. Mm. Ain't doing it. My balls for banana and the tail pipe. Yeah. All right. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at the Sideline Talk. Yeah, take us out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. No one tries to be unsafe online, but during the holidays, when you give up info and privacy, you may give up safety too. Accept cookies to get holiday cookies? Ho, okay. Norton 360 with LifeLock helps keep your digital world merry and bright with device security, a VPN for privacy, identity theft protection, and more. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can opt in to cyber safety. Visit norton.com news and save 25% or more off your first year of Norton 360 with LifeLock.